everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where I'm going to ask you to participate with me in a little bit of a scheme. Two words, ball drop. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nahum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison, right before Nahum's live lunch. And the live lunch today, we are heading to Lakewood, New Jersey. That is correct, because there's no pizza available anywhere else. We have to go to Lakewood. No, that's not the case. But we haven't done a show in Lakewood in a very long time, and we've decided to take Jerusalem 2 in Lakewood up on their offer to host us for the live lunch, and we are very much looking forward to being there. The The location of that pizza store is 1700 Madison Avenue in Lakewood. That's in the Gourmet Glot Plaza. So if you're in the neighborhood and you want to stop by, we'd love to see you. Anytime between 11 and 1, we will be on the air. We have a bunch of t-shirts to give away. We have a lot of fun to have, that's for sure. I'm not sure Lakewood's going to be the same when we leave it. Truth be told, I'm not sure Lakewood's the same after I left it the last time. But we are looking forward to being there. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you were part of our live lunch last week from Como Pizza, and we thank everyone at Como Pizza for their unbelievable hospitality. We were in Washington Heights last week. Yet we're having a lot of fun season eight. That's the bottom line. We are having a lot of fun. So take part in the fun. Join us at J2 Pizza, 1700 Madison Avenue. Makes it sound very she-she, Madison Avenue. 1700 Madison Avenue in Lakewood in the Gourmet Glot Plaza. Maybe we can get some of our friends from Gourmet Glot to uh, come by as well. That would be nice. And I want to go back to the way I started the show in terms of a little scheme, a little fun, because we're having fun here at the Nahum Seagull Network, especially during Season 8. Azer Mitzion is having their golf outing. We've been pushing that, and we thank Azer Mitzion for being our sponsor as we are on the road this month. Azer Mitzion has been graciously uh, it has graciously been a partner of ours for, I don't know, it seems like a while now. They really they really stepped it up, and they're, they're great partners, and we very much appreciate everything that they do with us, that's for sure. Um, if, you're, if you're not familiar with everything they do, you should go to azermitzion.org. They are the world's largest Jewish bone marrow registry. Azer Mitzion, that's M-I-Z-I-O-N.org. You really have to check them out to, to fully understand what they do and we did that show for for that jam and am for them uh, a number of months ago, and I'm still floored by it. I was just discussing it with my husband. Anyway, what am I talking about? There's a ball drop. Nahum's been pushing the Azer Mitzion ball drop contest since last week. You basically you 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 buy a number of balls on the website, and the donation obviously goes to Azer Mitzion, which means that you are literally saving lives by buying these golf balls. And then they drop the golf balls out of a helicopter, and the ones that land in the bucket split the pot. I don't completely understand the whole concept because I I've never gone to a minor league game. Nahum keeps saying that. A bunch of minor league teams have done this, that like it's a shtick that they do. I've never seen this happen. And frankly, I'm not going up in the helicopter to make it happen. But I have donated myself. Nahum has also donated. We have bought our own series of golf balls, part of azermitzion.org, to to be part of this whole, you know, split the pot. You go to emgolf.org slash ball drop. Now here's the shtick. Nahum announced that the promo code Nahum will get you 5% off of your donation. So if you buy $100 worth of golf balls for this split the pot, you pay $95. Great. However, promo code Miriam gets you 10% off. So the goal here, 
And Nahum is beating me by nine donations as of yesterday, and I'm really annoyed. So I need as many people as possible to go to EM, that's Azer Mission, emgolf.org slash ball drop. Okay, you with me? Do it now. emgolf.org slash ball drop. Buy as many as you want or as little as you want. Either way, the money is well spent because you are actually saving Jewish lives. Like, literally. Use promo code Miriam, M-I-R-I-A-M, for 10% off of your donation and for a little check in my tally corner so that I can beat Nachum on this little shtick. So when I told you that there was a scheme, this is what I meant. Now, it's all for good. It's all for good things. Obviously, we want to support this organization, but frankly, I also want to win. So do me a favor, emgolf.org slash ball drop. Promo code Miriam, M-I-R-I-A-M. I haven't welcomed Yoni yet, which is pretty rude. Any truth to the rumor that the code Yoni gives you 50% off? No, it actually makes you pay more. <laughs> yeah, that I believe. Right, so don't do anything that has to do with Yoni. Avoid that at all costs. But in general, we love Yoni, but I yeah. don't think... Good morning. I, I, yeah, exactly. I think it will just reject you. Yeah, stick with Miriam. Exactly. By the way, that's the new motto. Stick <laughs> with Miriam. M-I-R-I-A-M-E-M-Golf.org slash ball drop. Exactly. Let's do the national holidays. I do have a fortune cookie here, though I'm convinced that Yoni has typhoid and that he coughed all over it, so I don't even know if I want to touch it. But today's national holidays, National Day of Encouragement, National Police Woman's Day. If you see a female police officer in your neighborhood, in New York City, anywhere, Give her a shout out, not actually, but go over and tell her happy National Police Woman's Day because that's what it is. And if you were in New York City yesterday for 9-11, there were certainly plenty of first responders to thank. And if you were not able to thank a first responder yesterday, do it today. Do it any other day of the year because they certainly deserve our thanks. It's also Video Games Day where at the, the Wallach household, we celebrate that 365 days a year. Finally, it is Report Medicare Fraud Day. I have to be honest, I haven't the foggiest idea how to do that. I've never participated in a fraud. I wouldn't know what this means. But today, and the fact that there is a national holiday for this is beyond me, but it's Report Medicare Fraud Day. Um, Yoni, I, I, I frankly hope I don't know anybody who could participate in this national holiday I I, uh, yeah, no I got nothing. Yeah, but the fact that it has to be a national holiday or that it is a national holiday, I find unbelievably disturbing. Yep. Let's make America great again. Okay, let's do <laughs> let's do the fortune cookie. Yoni, if I get sick. No, that's a clean fortune cookie. There's no way because I you haven't been using nearly as much Purell as I would like. Okay, no, hold no. on. Your answer was zero Purell. Yes, exactly. Okay, here we go. The act of giving is more important than receiving. And I believe in that, except when it comes to the Yezer Mitzion ball drop, because <laughs> you can give and I can receive credit. See what I'm saying? Emgolf.org slash ball drop, promo code, Miriam. Miriam, but that's a good one. It is an excellent and I one. Liked, I like last week's, and you didn't like it, but in my head, that's two straight that are good. That's two straight that are good. Okay, I don't even remember last week's. You didn't like it? I was like, I'm, I'm kind of digging it. No, this one, I'm, this one I'm into. It's also very Elul. The gonna, act of giving is more important that. than receiving. I'm all into it. It's all good. Yeah. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and I am joined by my colleague, my friend, and actually our, I would say, Nahum Siegel Network is Israel historian. I think that that's the appropriate, the appropriate title for him. And host of the Israel Show, Mayor Weingarten, joins us on the air from Ariel Tours in Brooklyn, New York. Good morning, Mayor. 
Good morning, Miriam. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely my pleasure. And frankly, I'm not sure I could have had anyone else on the planet to discuss The Spy, currently available on Netflix, which is the Ellie Cohn story. You would be the most appropriate and the only appropriate guest in my, you know, in my world. Your wheelhouse. Yeah, exactly. In my world to invite on. So I'm happy you, that you were able to make the time, and I really appreciate it. I know that you... It's uh, my pleasure, and I'm, I'm quite flattered, and I appreciate your asking me. Well... Good. Mutually, it's a, it's a love fest here. <laughs> it's all good. Um, I know that you discussed um, the the Ellie Cohn story, which is, of course, I'm sure what every Jew is calling it. That's what we've been calling it. The name right. of the show is The Spy. But, of course, we have to call it The Ellie Cohn Story. Um, available on, on Netflix. You discussed it on this week's The Israel Show on Monday, which is, of course, available on our archives. Um, and you gave a great you know, uh, understanding of the show, Number one, from a historical perspective, and number two, from also like a just a human interest story kind of interesting, crazy story perspective. But I want to start with with something else. I want to touch on those things, of course, but I want to ask you the following. As my kids would say, like, why are you so obsessed with me? What is it with Netflix being obsessed almost, and I say this with love because, of course, I love it, with Israeli content and Israeli storylines right now? What is going on in this mutual love fest between Netflix and Israel? That's a great question. I think that um, it started with Homeland. They they got um, wind of this Israeli series that Homeland is a spinoff of, and they uh, connected with uh, Giddy Reif, who, who was the uh, producer of the show, and it was such a big hit that they said to the guy, you probably have more stuff. Mm. And uh, look, if you not from Giddy Reif, but from others, Fauda is a huge hit. Schlissel is a huge hit. Right. So, hey, if I'm Netflix, this, this seems to be uh, Israel's, uh, like I say, they're a high-tech superpower, military superpower, and a TV superpower. It's amazing to me, though, that Netflix has embraced all of this is Israel-related content, programming, etc., and they seem to be... <sighs> I don't want to say like Teflon in terms of the criticism that they get for for supporting the occupying country and power, et cetera, et cetera. But there's a tremendous amount of negativity and flack, obviously, that comes with supporting anything Israeli when you're a national entity, when you're a global entity like, like Netflix. And it's sort of like they're saying, yeah, we don't care. This is good. So uh, uh, I mentioned, uh, I related to that specifically on the show, in this series, is it takes place before 1967. Right. When Israel was weak. Right, and, you mentioned this, you know, yeah. Yeah, so you can either be weak and popular, or Jews can be weak and popular or, or strong and unpopular, and as my father, Lev Shalom, used to say, I'll, I'll pick the latter. <laughs> so in this case, it's not an issue. In Fauda, you notice that it's not all, it's not all of a love fest vis-a-vis Israel, they're showing the other side right. as well, and they're showing the other side in a humane way as people that are going through difficulties and so forth. Of course it has an Israeli tilt, but, um, but the Arabs appreciate the fact that Fauda is one of the first shows that they're seeing that shows the other side in a humane way. 
in humane way, meaning to show that there, there's someone on the other side. There's a mother on the other right, side. Right. There's a, you know, whatever. And I'll tell you right now, a, a tangent for a second, there's a HBO right. is currently showing Our Boy, mm-hmm. which is a horrific, right. horrific um, series, which, which totally skews anti-Israel to the point that people in Israel are just disgusted and nauseated by it, and everybody, right and left, alike. Right, but I think that the I think that the question really is like as a whole in 2019, Netflix is taken is is not afraid of getting into quote unquote political hot water with people who are anti-Zionist, anti-Israel, in in reference to all of the content that they're showing and that they keep on taking on. I mean, there's also uh, the, you know, the Red Sea Diving Resort movie that was, that even though I understand from your point, I I completely get it, was not totally factually accurate and not the best production and not the this and not the that, but they they did it anyway and they put money into it anyway. So in 2019, where Israel's not the weakest and they're not the underdog and plenty of people hate us, Still, Netflix is looking at the world and saying, yeah, this is just good content. This is good programming, and I don't really care about the politics. You can fight it on your own. We're going to keep doing this. To me— I guess—I'm I guess, sorry. No, no, no. Go on. I guess financially it hasn't hurt them, and it's only helped them. It's right. all about the money. If they would be boycotted, if, if some you know leftist uh, group decided to start a boycott because they're doing too many Israel— you know, lovey-dovey Israel stuff, then uh, then it'll stop. You know, I, I think it's all dollars and cents. I would. I diving uh, um, club, by the way. There's another aspect to it. There are poor black refugees right. that are being saved. Right. So that's another you know aspect that does speak to uh, the left. I almost dare the left to boycott Netflix. I almost dare them because it's so preposterous to sit here and try and boycott Netflix. I know. It's just ridiculous. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm joined by Mayor Weingarten. We are discussing The Spy, the Ellie Cohn story, which is available now on Netflix. It is a short release, and it's a total of six, seven episodes, um, but completely fascinating from, as you mentioned on the Israel show this week, from a from a viewer perspective, let's talk, let's put the historical aside for a second. From a viewer perspective, it is a fascinating and crazy story. Uh, there's no question about it. The act, the real story, is crazy, <laughs> and uh, it's amazing. I shouldn't say crazy. It's 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 amazing. It's miraculous, and um, and they. Uh, obviously, it's not going to be historically accurate. It's Hollywood, and whenever they. It, it, they always say based on a, on a true story. In this case, they didn't even say based on a true story. It says adapted from a true story. Right. And um, I th- you mentioned actually on the Israel show um, how the first episode, and this is not a <laughs> this is not a spoiler. We know that Eli Cohn was hanged by the Syrians, yeah. um, but they they allude to this. I mean, you see him basically. Um, you know, in the in the opening credits, in the cold opener of this entire show. Um, you see basically, you know, him him being reeled in and, and that was going to be his confession. So, you know, even before this show starts that that he's a dead man at the end. 
I found it fascinating that they started it that way. And I'm wondering from from a a production point of view or from a storytelling point of view, if if you were doing this story, because you're such a historian, would you have started it that way? Would you have started this show with with alluding to his hanging? You know, it's so interesting because I'm so immersed in this story and I so know the end. I didn't even think about that. But you're right. If I'm the average viewer who's never heard of Ellie Cohen, and it seems that there are a lot of people like that, even in our communities, right. um, you're right. Why are they giving that away? I don't know. Because it would be much more thrilling to go along with him. And I don't know how much I should mention, but at his last visit home in Israel, which was a few months before he's caught, you see the anxiety that's going on and the issues and the family issues and so forth and his anxiety. So you would think that that would be a buildup to what's going to happen. Is he going to make it? Is he not going to be sending him one last time? And, you know, what's going to happen to him? But that's an interesting point. They, they, um, they have their own spoiler built in. It's, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. And and it's funny that um, I'm happy that you mentioned the, the familial uh, struggle that he that co- we constantly see throughout the series. I wonder if you could talk for a second about the what seemed to be the love affair between him and his wife, Nadia. I, I, I do understand that some of... You know, from from clips that I've heard from from Sophie, from his daughter, not only that you played, but interviews on Jay Post, etc., that not all of the background of the family was accurate that was portrayed in the Netflix series. However, however, I, from what I understand, and, and again, I'm, I'm turning to you for this, there was a true love affair, love connection between him and his wife. Yes. No, there's no question about that. Um, I think jo- towards the end, his wife was getting very anxious and nervous and upset, and I think she didn't even know who to direct her anger at because he, his cover was that he was working for the Ministry of Defense as a uh, guy who bought furniture for the ministry offices in Europe, mm. as preposterous as that sounds. <laughs> um, but as is mentioned, his brother discovered that he was a spy. His brother worked at the Mossad. It was, it was such a, a mess of the Mossad that they ended up allowing that to happen. It was a fluke, but it, it should never have happened. His brother found out who he was. And at some point, his wife already was almost, I, I think she probably already had a feeling. And so the, both his brother, his brother Maurice, uh, who's, who's died since, uh, he has a brother that's still alive. His name is Avram. But Maurice, who discovered it, kept it to himself, but had a major fight with him, with Ellie Cohen, before he returned. This is not shown on, on the, um, uh, on the, the series. series, but we know that. And he keeps saying, your family, your family, you're, you're putting yourself in danger, and what's going to be with your family? And um, now the question is, who pushed him to do it? And that... Obviously, the Mossad is going to tell you, no matter what really happened, the Mossad is going to tell you he wanted to go back. And his family is going to tell you he didn't, but the Mossad forced him, pushed him, whatever, encouraged him. But there was a a love affair. They had three kids um, who basically didn't know him. The oldest, which is the one, uh, Sophie, who who I played some clips uh, of hers on, on Monday, uh, was all of four and a half when he was uh, when he was captured. So, what does she remember of him already? It is um, 
It is a it is an unbelievable story. It, it certainly is, and I find it fascinating to see that on Rotten Tomatoes, um, you know, which is a website that that allows viewers to give their own ratings of a particular movie that's available, you know, whether it's online or in the theaters or available on an app. Um, that the last time I checked, it was at eighty four percent, which gives it which is a strong rating. Wow, that's cool. Right. So it, it's it is fascinating to me that I mean I'm sure there are not too many Syrians who are plugging into that site. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think you can exactly exactly because according to them, you know, they still won the war. Okay, fine. Um, but there's a but there seems to be this initial reaction or this this sense of Sasha Baron Cohen and um, and and his you know and his cast did such a phenomenal job that this movie is not only worth watching, but it's worth sharing and telling other people about and rating it well. And within our community, I think it's important. It's important to know the story. There's a Jew who was born in Egypt, who made Aliyah to Israel, who was a staunch Zionist. Even in Egypt, he was already a staunch Zionist in helping the Mossad and was willing to, sac- to, to, to risk his life to be a spy for Israel and did a phenomenal job to the point that he, he became friends with the highest levels of military and of political uh, circles in Syria and was able to provide Israel with some of the most amazing, important information. Some of it was really existential. Right. And, um, and ultimately gave his life. And at the end, you know, as I mentioned on the show, his list, Request was um, pray for my nishama. I should also just mention, by the way, that there is mature content in this series. Um, while I'm totally recommending it, I do want to put out the caveat that it is not for all audiences. That is for sure, and um, and that you should you know take into account that while this is an important story, you can also go to elicone.org as you had mentioned on the Israel show and get information there. If watching this this series is not going to be for you, you shouldn't um, give yourself a pass <laughs> about knowing yeah. more about Ellie Cohn and his heroism um, because you can't watch this. If and you, I, and, yeah, no, 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 please. And I, and, and I know that books are not so exciting these days, but there are <laughs> a num- I mean, as a kid, that's how I found, got into the story. And so many of my age, uh, there was a book, Our Man in Damascus, about Ellie Cohen, which was written by, the, by a front for the Mossad. So it gave their side of the story, but it doesn't matter. Right. It was the story um, with their nuances, and, and it was so fascinating. It was so intriguing. Spies are always intriguing, right. you know, and this yeah. is our spy, right. you know. It, it, it certainly, certainly agree to that. I also loved, and unfortunately we ran out of time, but I also loved the fact that they got the line in, we have our man in Damascus. I yeah. mean, to me, that was a great nod. Yeah. Well, that's what he was known as. He was known as our man in Damascus. He had a code number, which was not the one that they used on the show, was a different number. I don't remember what it was. Um, But that's how they knew him, our man in the mask. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Mayor Weingarten, host of The Israel Show. You can hear him every Monday morning right after JM in the AM. Airs 9 a.m. Eastern Time or, of course, available on demand. You can go to our archive and on our app and get The Israel Show 
as you see fit whenever you want to listen. Mayor is there. Mayor, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you taking the time. And, um, you know, let's talk about Netflix more often. <laughs> my, my pl- well, I'm doing another round of West Wing, if you want. Oh, so, um, don't tease me like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my pleasure. Thank you for having me. And uh, Shana Tova. Shana Tova. And, uh, a, a belated happy birthday. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that very much. Take care, Mayor. All the best. Bye-bye. You're listening. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. And, yes, in just a few moments, we are live. Lakewood, New Jersey, J2 Pizza. That's 1700 Madison Avenue in the Gourmet Glot Plaza. Join us there. Nachum begins at 11 a.m., just in a few moments. We're going to about 1. If we go a little bit over time, that's okay. But uh, certainly join us between 11 and 1. That, again, is Lakewood, New Jersey, J2 Pizza. Are you pulling it up already in the background? Yes. Okay, so those of you who have been following me on Facebook or who have been you know, watching me go crazy about this song on Facebook. This is Yishai Rebo's Seder Ha'avoda. It is absolutely a beautiful, beautiful song that you listen to all six minutes and and you're, 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 you're just completely inspired. You're totally getting into the LL state of mind. I really don't want to speak on top of it, so I'm going to end this pretty quickly. Again, emgolf.org slash ball drop. Use the code Miriam for 10% off. Help me out here in my little struggle. And uh, we'll see you guys in Lakewood. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys.
בטח ככה היה מונה אחת, אחת ואחת, אחת ושתיים. אחת מאלף, אלפי אלפים, ורוב לי ורבבות, ניסים נפלאות שעשית עימנו. ימים ולילות, וכהנים והעם העומדים באזהרה, כשהיו שומעים את שם השם. מפורש יוצא מפי כהן גדול היו קוראים משתרחבים ונופלים על פניהם ברוך שם כבוד מלכותו לעולם ועד ממקום שיצא, ורעד במקום שעמד. פשט בגדי זהב, לבש בגדי עצמו. וכל העם והכהנים היו מלווים אותו לביתו. ויום טוב לאוהביו, כי נסלח לכל עדת ישראל. אשרי Yeah.